Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 50. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to solve the puzzle. What are the three steps to becoming successful at something that you're starting for the first time? Many times we think about wanting to start a business, wanting to enter a new industry or sector, or maybe we just have a personal goal of meeting new friends, losing weight, putting on muscle mass, or traveling to some amazing place, or taking your family on this incredible trip. We always think of these things that we want, but the first thing that happens and occurs just naturally in the human brain is you go, well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to afford this? I have no expertise. I don't have a degree in that industry. I don't know anybody that does these types of things. I mean, I guess I could Google stuff, but that's a lot of work. How am I going to figure this out? And so oftentimes, we don't go try to lose weight. We don't go try to take this incredible trip and bring our entire family. We don't start the business or take a brand new job in a different city, not because we're not capable, intelligent, or connected enough, but simply because we look at these puzzle pieces scattered all across the table and go, man, this is going to take a long time. I don't even know where to start. And so we oftentimes, and this is kind of what schools taught you, is in school, You study, you get all this information, and you take one test. And if you fail that test, you're screwed. If you do really great at it, you are now an expert, and you are suddenly great at the subject. But in life, we don't have one test. We have tests in opposition, in problems, in situations that we deal with and that we face absolutely every single day of our life. So we don't have to stress about being right one time in a 30-minute period. We could mess up a million times and get it right once and suddenly be hyper-successful. So we have to kind of change our perspective of, look, we were imprinted and ingrained to think we have to know everything before we start when that is not the case. It's odd. You start talking to some of the most successful people in business, in finance, in athletics, in music. And when you meet them, you expect them to just be so over-the-top intelligent and to know absolutely every waking, moving part about either what they do or things related to their business. And many times you meet them, and not that they're not incredible people and well-spoken, but many times it's kind of underwhelming. You realize they're just a person with emotions and feelings just like you, with insecurities, with doubts, with uncertainties, with certain things that they just don't know. And the difference between the 1% and the 99 is one, the 1% is willing to take the risk. They're willing to jump without knowing what's going to end up happening. And they do so because they believe in themselves, but they also know what they know and they know what they don't know. So if you have puzzle pieces scattered all across the table, instead of brainstorming for three weeks on how to do this puzzle the right way, what it's fully going to look like when it's done, what's the best area of the puzzle to start? 
Should you have people help you? Instead, don't think, don't worry about anything. Instead, find two pieces that connect and then add a third and then a fourth and then a fifth and then a little bit in this side and a little bit in this area and a little bit in this area until suddenly you realize, wait, the puzzle's coming together. You're figuring it out. And that's essentially how life works. Look, don't go to the gym or think, I need to work out, I need to do these things, but I need to lose 60 pounds and then dwell on it and go, man, that's going to be a lot of work. Instead, just go to the gym once. Just eat better once and then twice and then three times and four times and do it so consistently. You don't become fit by going to the gym for seven hours. You become fit by working out for 30 minutes a day for six days a week for years and years and years. You create a habit and a lifestyle. And starting something new that we've never embarked on before or that we've never understood or thought we were able to handle is daunting. It's scary because you don't know all of the moving parts and the things that could happen. But that's why we need to almost simplify and dumb down how to achieve and accomplish the things that we want to in life. So here's the three steps to do this. Number one, find a massive, over-the-top target that is bigger than you can imagine. Let's say that you want to lose 50 pounds. Like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds and I'm going to look like this. I'm going to look incredible. Or I'm going to start this business and build it into a multi-million dollar business. Or I'm going to move to this random city, get a brand new incredible job, or get promoted to an executive at my company that that you work for and become the best leader that has ever been there and transform the entire company forever. Think big. I don't care how much money you have. It doesn't matter what your, your expertise, your experience, who you know. I just want you to think so big that it makes you uncomfortable. It turns your stomach a little bit and you go, oh, that, that would be a lot. I don't even know how that would be possible. You have to expand your brain. You have to expand your thinking. And if you're around people that think small or that don't support or believe that you could do something crazy like that, don't talk to them. Ignore them. Only be around people that think big. Two, start with step one. Let's say that you currently live in Florida and it's been your dream since you're a little kid to work in finance in New York City, but you know no one. You have a degree in marketing and not finance and that's what you want to get into. You go, man, I don't know. I can never do that. It costs so much in New York. I don't really know anybody there. What if you just started with step one? What do you need to know? What does your resume need to look like? Who do you need to connect with or build a relationship with? What companies are hiring? How much do they pay? And simply just start with step one. Proximity is power. And when you're close to the information, the people, and the environments that will ultimately create the life that you want, that's when success naturally flows, not because of hopeful or wishful thinking, but because you're close in proximity. You'll change the way you think. The opportunities that would naturally come across your path change as well. And so start with step one. Maybe that step one is, you know what? Let's look at my resume. Well, how do I craft a resume that a big financial firm 
or something in that sector in New York City would hire. Go out and looked on LinkedIn and looked at everyone for a job that you would want. What is their background? What is their experience? Where did they go to school? What do they know? What connections do they have? Start modeling your resume and what you know off of the people who are already there. Start connecting on social media with every single person that they know. Start networking and figuring out who do you know in New York. Now you've set that up, and then you go to the next thing. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's say you figure out you need a degree. You need some type of experience or you need to work in a field that's similar so it can kind of bridge the gap. Each new level I want you to focus on only solving the task or the problem at hand. If you're on step number two, don't give a damn about step number eight, nine, 10, 20, 30, 50. Focus on solving step two. Now, the next mistake that school doesn't, that school brainwashes us into thinking is that you don't have to take the test alone. In school, you can't ask the friend across the room. You can't Google the answer on your phone. You can't hire someone to do the math problems for you because they're way better at math. School teaches us that if we don't know these cookie cutter things, we're not intelligent. No, that's teaching us actually to not be resourceful. Each step that you're at, you don't have to be exquisite at it. You don't have to be the best in the world at it. You just have to find someone or find the right answer that is the best. So simply what you do is if you're on problem number two and you're like, well, you know what? I'm just bad at making resumes. I'm sure you could Google right now within 30 seconds and you could pay someone 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or some person that works in a great job that you know that's amazing at resumes and you could pay them 100 bucks or take them to dinner, buy them a drink, and they could readjust and fix up your resume in a way that a top company would look at it and go, this is a top level person. This is someone that we want to interview and we want to discuss further about working here. You don't need to know anything. You just need to find people and resources that do. So each level, utilize every resource that you can think of. And sometimes this isn't because you live in the right neighborhood or that you know some right person, but instead you get on the internet You hire a contractor, you hire a consultant, you DM 1,000 different people. Heck, I know someone that got laid off during COVID and right as TikTok was booming, made a video simply just talking about how they got laid off and the struggles that they are going through and what they're planning to do and just talked about all their skill sets and it went viral ended up in all these different massive media outlets and ended up getting hundreds of job offers. You can always figure out a solution, but this is the thing. Luck does not happen to someone that's in the crowd, that's watching the game. Luck comes to people who are in the arena, who are in the game, getting punched in the face, fighting in the ring to try to win, to try to be successful. 
That's why each step that you do, problem solve, figure out the solution, and then figure out what is the next step. And then you rinse and repeat that process until you look back and go, damn, I've gotten really good at this. So when I was first getting into sales, and this was right when I started, I I, I got to California because I was going to start playing junior college football as a quarterback, and I redshirted this first year. And if you know anything about sports, redshirting is basically where you don't play that season, but you work out, you practice, you bulk up, and you basically get ready to play the following year but you're more developed, you're more mature, you understand everything, and you don't lose a year of eligibility. When that happened, I immediately said, you know what, I want to learn sales. I want to master business. And I never had, obviously, any experience. I was young. I was 18, 19 years old. And so what I started doing is I said, you know what, I have no experience. I have no degree. But if they interview me, they're going to tell me yes. That was my thinking. I didn't know if it was true or not. But I was trying to tell myself that, you know what, if you're confident, you can get a shot. So I would go to the library every day for two, three weeks, and I would simply just apply to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of jobs. I would send an introductory letter, and I would write them. I'd connect with people on LinkedIn. And eventually, I ended up getting a couple interviews. I came in, and I crushed it, and I did great. I prepared. I did everything that I needed. But when I got in, I remember in my first couple sales jobs, There was one other person that came in at the same time as I did. He was sharp, good looking dude. He had all the experience in the world. He had a college degree. He was as charismatic and well-spoken as you could ever imagine. I came in, I didn't have much experience, but I felt like I had some type of talent. Early on in those first couple months, when you looked at sales numbers, we were neck and neck. But what's interesting is the way that he operated versus what I operated was completely different. I had all these goals to eventually move up and do really well and potentially maybe even start my own company, which I ended up doing. But I knew I couldn't solve that problem now. I I realized, look, I need to be great at what I do now. And if I can't win the battle against my own self by finding a way to make great money and succeed with a team, or train and hire and develop other people. If I can't do these things, I can't run a successful business. And I don't think running a business is for everybody, but this was just Michael. And what was interesting is he was good enough to get away with not doing things right. He would show up late. He would randomly miss meetings. He was always coming in, tucking in his shirt late, kind of all over the place. He wasn't reading anything. He wasn't prepared. He would stay out late drinking with friends a lot of the time. And I had just at the time eventually focused fully on sales and I had no other choice. I needed money. I had no, nobody else to help provide for me. I had to find a way to make it happen. And I showed up early every single day. I read, I focused, I hustled, I drank water, I slept. I did every little tiny thing to make sure that I was going to be successful. I met with people that are smarter than me in the different areas and community and the company I was at. And what started happening is you're three months in, four months in, and I'm doing all this hard work and he's not. Why are our numbers the same? It's because something called the compound effect. We think that we have to know all these things to suddenly just have this big, audacious, incredible goal. But it's really different is when you're competing with, with all different types of people across the world, many times early on, 
it's going to feel like you're doing all of these steps. You're doing all of these things and this work and this, this effort for nothing because they're just as successful, if not more than you. But what happens is the compound effect slowly develops and it ends up revealing who worked the right way and who worked the wrong way. And what ended up happening is six months, all of a sudden my numbers started uptaking and his started decreasing. Eight months, 10 months, suddenly I was the number one sales rep in the company. I was about to get promoted to a regional sales manager and his numbers were so much in the gutter that he was at a potential loss for losing his job. What was interesting is when I became regional sales manager, I had to rebuild and fix this team in one of my first sales jobs. And I had no choice but to get better people in, adjust our strategies, our processes, our procedures. And I was focused on getting winners in the building. The problem is, is that if I had new sales reps coming in and they saw his type of behavior, they would likely replicate it. And what was interesting, and at the beginning, we probably had the same goals. He was probably better if not way better than I, I was and had all the potential in the world. But because I did step by step by step and I problem solved for each situation, I stayed coachable, I stayed humble, I was able to outlast him. And I had to make the difficult decision to fire that same person that came in with me. I wish he would have been incredible, but he would have hurt the team. And many times in life, guys, it's not the person that's the most talented or the most connected that wins. It's the person that one, believes in themselves and two, outlives and outlasts their competition by doing the little things right and not giving up when they're faced with adversity. You have to realize that when you're starting something new, you're going to inherit a ton of problems. Step one is you have this amazing idea. You're so excited. Then step two You then inherit all these headaches and all these problems that kills the impulse of wanting to start something for the the first time. Just look at new goals that happen right after New Year's. The gyms are overloaded. And if you work out all the time, you know what I'm talking about. January is the worst month if you're in a gym because everyone and their mom suddenly decided it's a new year, new me, and it's packed, it's crowded, everyone's on the roads. But what happens after two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks? It's back to empty. It's because it's easy to beat people, not when you're better, but when you're disciplined and when you're consistent. But we can't be so hyper-intelligent, focused, and analytical that we don't start things that we know we want to do. We don't try and attempt different things simply because we don't know how we're going to solve a thousand piece puzzle in one day instead of focusing on connecting one piece. Simplify your life and realize that direction is more important than speed and proximity is power. And if you're around the right people, the right informations and the right environments, not only are you going to have incredible opportunities, but it's going to cause you to think different expand your level of perception and attack goals like you can never imagine simply because that's who you're around. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode 50. This has been an incredible journey. I can't believe I've already been through 50 episodes with you guys. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the kind messages, DMs, letters, all the different things that I receive every single day. And just thinking, I remember 
was it three, two and a half, three years ago, going to a store to buy a podcast mic. I was trying to figure out how the hell to even upload podcasts at that time. I didn't know. And now we have six different continents that listen to this, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of downloads. And we've been in the top 50 of podcast rankings in over 50 countries all around the world. So I'm humbled through the uh, support and love from you guys. And as always, the goal of this, this podcast is to help as many people as possible and really uplift each other to get us to the next level so we can be happy, fulfilled, and successful in absolutely every area of our life. So hope you guys have an incredible week. As always, you can find me on all my social media channels at Grant Mitt, and I'll see you guys again for episode 51. Thanks, guys.